Well, hi, everybody. I'm sorry I'm doing this uh, podcast here from the comfort of my truck as I drive around and do some stuff because, well, we're not really technically quarantined or considered um, unessential. So our business can be open. But then nobody's going to show up because everyone's paranoid and running around scared shitless and thinking they're going to fucking die from some stupid virus that now we're seeing as everybody in government and the media quit lying to us that the death rate um, isn't any worse than, uh, you know, the, the normal the flu season that everybody would get nowadays, so... Um, it's it's really not all that bad, you know, from what I can hear. I mean, at first, it was like everybody was yelling at me. It's like, oh, my God, Mark, you've crossed the line. What the fuck? This virus is real. It's like, of course it's real. A fucking common cold is real. Uh, they were telling me that, two, you know, 200,000 people or more might die in the United States, and now we're seeing that, no, that's not true. And I'm wondering how many people are actually even just dying from the regular flu because this is actually normally flu season also. I haven't heard anybody, you know, on the media anyway, talk about people dying from just the good old-fashioned flu. So I, I, don't, I don't understand the, the panic of all this shit, but uh, whatever. So I'm driving around because I can and doing some measures for some friends and customers and keeping the old social distancing apart. And I don't wear a mask. That's, that's just fucking silly also. I mean, all the good masks that you could actually use that would really filter out viruses, um, you can't buy. You can't get, you can't find, you can't make your own with a fucking bandana. It's not going to filter out viruses that are super duper tiny, tiny, small. You know, unlike um, a dust mask that can filter out dust, which, I mean, you can see dust on your countertops, can't you? It's like it's fucking dust. You know, you dust it off and it's gone. You don't see anybody uh, dusting off viruses, you know, on their, to look across the room and take their finger and make a mark across their countertop and go, look at all those viruses. No, they're too fucking small to see. So it, it's stupid. And, you know, are people dying from a virus called coronavirus or the COVID-19? Sure, yeah, people are dying from that. And, uh, you know, if if I got sick from the common flu and went to somebody's house and, uh, you know, coughed or whatever, and I had the flu and Grandpa was in the room and he got the flu, it might develop into pneumonia and kill him. Nobody freaks out about that. It's like, oh, my God, you're putting my family at risk. It's like, no, because people have, you know, it's flu season. Everyone gets a fucking shot. Everyone still dies from the flu, but everyone gets a fucking shot. So um, I don't see it as any worse. It's not like I'm running around, you know, trying, you know, touching people, going, tag your ass. You're going to die from coronavirus. Na, 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 na. Eat a lime quick. So I, I, I. I'm just fed up with this fucking thing. But it does beg the question of just what the fuck 
is going on. I mean, you really have to ask yourself that question. What the fuck is going on? And and, uh, why are they doing this to us? I mean, this is governors, you know. Me and uh, Don talk a lot about, you know, on our show, uh, Two Crazy Guys, uh, which you can also catch on ContraRadioNetwork.com or on our live stream. Um, we talk about that all the time. It's, it's like, you know, Washington's not doing this shit to us. Our fucking governors are. It's like Trump isn't arguing with me or telling me I can't add on to my house. City Hall is. So these are, are things that we can, you know, look at and go, why is why are all the governors buying into this shit? And and people tell me, well, Mark, it, it's it's simple. Um, if they don't, and then one person dies, then you know it was on their watch, and it's their fault, and they wanted everyone to die. So they kind of are in a, a in a trick bag here, or you know, catch twenty two because. They really can't tell people, Look, just quit fucking crying like little bitches and go back to work. Because the, the reaction to the, to the constituents, the voting class, the dumbed-down electorate in America would be, oh my God, how can you say that? Just like people got all mad when I posted shit on Facebook. They're like, oh my God, Mark, that's a bridge too far. You've crossed the line, buddy. It's like, oh, please, give me a fucking break. You know, so... The governors and and the powers that be in a small community kind of have to do what they have to do. See, here's a school that's completely fucking shut down. And uh, this road is usually jam-packed with cars and shit. Now, it's barely like 11 o'clock here. And, and, you know, it's not even noon. But still, these roads that I'm on are usually traffic like i would stop here and then i'd wait for somebody to fucking drive by and you know turn left and go to the school so everyone's staying home like good little sheeple so once again it it begs the question why are governors doing this why are police departments and sheriffs um enforcing these chicken shit bullshit laws and I understand why police would, because that's their fucking job. They work for the mayor, so shut the fuck up and, and just go arrest people that are at church. Don't question my wisdom. I'm the mayor, and uh, you can go get an abortion, but you can't go to church, right? You know, you can go to a, a liquor store, but you can't go to church. You can uh, go to, uh, you know, fucking pretty much anywhere. Abortion, liquor stores, pot stores. You just can't go to church. So the police are enforcing that because police are notoriously stupid fucks that will just go, I'm just following orders. And I'm not bashing on police. I think they do a stellar job. And, you know, they're the first person I'm happy to see when shit goes sideways in the community or in my house or at my yard or whatever at a park you know but i'm saying you guys can't just be i'm talking to you guys like the thin blue line police that work for cities and they work for the mayor um 
you can't just be running around following orders like, you know, like the the Germans, you know, uh, Nur- or what do they call them, the, the trials. Was it Nuremberg's? Ah, you know, fucking trials that they had with all these Germans they caught. And they're like, well, we, you know, we were just following orders. Well, that doesn't work. And in America, when you're violating the Constitution, then if you're just following orders, then what good are you, A, and B, we should vote in a new mayor and make him promise as his election and hold his feet to the fire that he will fire the chief of police and all the deputies that were running around being limp dick little asshats following orders. Now, we got the, the police out of the picture. Like I said, I have respect for law enforcement. I have respect for the police. And lucky in our community, the police aren't little, you know, yes men, you know, Gestapo agents. But, you know, some towns, they are. So then it gets to sheriffs. You know, what are we going to do with our fucking sheriffs? Well, they're, uh, they're elected. See, their primary purpose in life is to uphold my constitutional rights, your constitutional rights. If you have a sheriff, you should be able to call him and go, hey, this is a, you know, this is bullshit. You need to straighten this out. And he should go, that's right. You have a legal constitutional right in the state or in the county to raise chickens, to, uh, you know, grow food, whatever the, the city and, and their minions, you know, and planning and zoning and all that, you know, think that you can't be doing. And then the cops are running around like, hey, you can't be doing that. You can't have chickens in your yard. What the fuck's wrong with you? It's a neighborhood. It's part of the master plan. Stop fucking with that. But a sheriff should show up and explain to the policeman and the zoning guy and the city douche, the bureaucrat, go get the fuck off this guy's property or I'm going to arrest all of you. And then uh, he's going to sue you for harassment, threats and intimidation. And I'm going to testify on his behalf that you're wrong and he's right. So that's where the sheriff comes in. But, uh, you know, they're usually busy. Our sheriff's great guy, uh, Mark Daniels. He's doing a stellar fucking job at the border and stuff like that. But he does work for, you know, Homeland Security. And he's getting all kinds of cross training and free shit, you know, bringing home the bacon for his constituents since Sierra Vista. But, you know, we don't really need that. We're a small community, as you can see driving around here. You know, I've almost driven from one end of the town to the other just while I've been talking. Not that fucking big. Sheriffs came to my house and gave me a summons because I'm building without a permit. And, oh, my God, you know, can't be doing that, Mark. What the fuck? Uh, They didn't need a SWAT team. You know, sheriff's deputy walked out. He's like, drove onto the property. He's like, hey, I'm looking for such and such address. It's like, yeah, that's that's this place here. Which number are you looking for? Because there's, you know, three residents at the same address. So he told us, and my wife was there. You know, I was up on a a bucket on a, a tractor doing some work under the eaves. And uh, that's a long story. Um, but anyway, so she's like, yeah, that's, that's us. He goes, well, she's like, who are you looking for? And. He said, you know, Mark Boyle. 
She's like, yeah, that's him right there on the tractor. So, you know, I get down because it's not that high. I just climb down. It's just easier to work over all that stuff, you know, that decoration and stuff. If, if I'm on the tractor, then I can go up under the eaves and, and work. So I get down and he's like, yeah, here, you know, here's this paper, you know. Got to go to court. You got to explain to, the, you know, the judge, whatever. I was like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. I go, they sent me one, but I was surprised they, you know, didn't, you know, serve it. But now I see they've done both. He's like, yeah. And he's looking around at our house, and we're adding on and painting and stuff like that. And he goes, man, you guys are doing really a great job. And my wife's like, yeah, that's what this paperwork's all about is, uh, you know, <laughs> the, uh, you know, we didn't kiss the ring. I got, apparently, we got to get permission from the city to spend our money. And he just shook his head and he goes, you got to be kidding me, right? And, and they're like, yeah, you know, that's, that's the way they think about things, you know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drive through the mall just because the other day I was here and I was like, holy shit, look how dead this is. Now, this is, you know, a small town. You, know, you can see by that sign right across the streets, it used to be a Sears. Uh, that's gone. That's there. And then there. The only really thing that's alive and working here at the mall is Best Buy. And uh, they're, they're kind of choking, I think, economically from what I've heard. So I'm going I'm to pull in here to Dillard's. Now, these, these companies and, and stuff have been sucking and dying for quite a while. And uh, nobody noticed. I was just thinking the other day I could put my entire six acres in this Dillard's. Uh, you know, I'm not, not sure, but kind of looks like it. So it's closed. Now, malls in small towns are, are dying. And, and even in big towns are dying. And then, and then they go and fucking close the economy, which is like, oh, let's do something beyond stupid and do that too. These trees are fucking awesome. I had to dig one up since they're not using them. Um. So this is what's happening, you know, to the commercial real estate, not just in, you know, my town, but all across the United States. You know, malls are, are dying. People are shopping at Amazon and stuff, which is fine. I, you know, I'm a free market guy. I don't really care where people spend their fucking money. But I, I used to work in these malls and they were just like, you know, spending billions of dollars building these things. And now look, look just, just look at this parking lot. It's fucking dead. I told my wife the other day, I was like, you know, if if you had a bunch of money, you could buy this ginormous fucking building and turn it into a hospital or a manufacturing plant or commercial real estate. <clears throat> but uh, but no, I, I guess you can't do anything right now because the coronavirus. We're all gonna die. So that that's the, the Cinemark, which is just closed only because you know people social distancing. You can't go to the fucking movie. And then that Sears off over there I'll zip around so you can see the dead ass carcass of Sears <clears throat> and the mall which is you know fucking empty just stupid and fucking empty so that's all it used to be Sears that big kind of beigey fucking white shit right there and then the mall and then the then the food court Oh, getting hungry. So, 
this is what's happening in my community. Um, and it's been going on. The mall's been, you know, choking. You know, and it's death throes for quite a while. Anyway, but this, you know, let's just shut down the fucking economy. It's like, okay, yeah. The nail, the, the, the nails in the coffin aren't completely nailed all the way in on the economy and, and, and for commercial real estate. So, yeah, let's fucking nail that shut too. And that's what they did. Now you come over here to Home Depot. Now it's doing really well. You know, once again, I can go to a liquor store. I can go to Home Depot. I can go to Ace. I can get my pot. I can talk to people and say hi and run into my friends. And there might be, you know, two, three hundred people in here at one time because of its footprint and square footage. So I could run into all kinds of people I know. I guess you can't exchange the coronavirus when you're buying hardware. I guess that's how that stupid fucking theory works. So, oh, look at this, you know. Now, it's always been busy, you know, on a on a Monday, which is what today is. But never like this. So, see, everybody's staying home. So, you know, hardware stores are doing great. But, what you know, what about the local small businesses? Well, I guarantee you Lowe's is not locally owned. Neither is Home Depot. Or that fucking mall or Sears. I don't really care that they're broke, but look at all these fucking people. Yeah. And and, and look, I, I, fuck, they're not even, those two guys aren't even wearing masks. I think they should be fucking immediately arrested and black bagged and thrown out into the cold, cold world of coronavirus. This is just, see, this is just a fucking weird. So the other day, like last week, there was people, everybody had their homemade masks on and shit. And now it's, it's, I guess that doesn't matter anymore. None of the employees are wearing masks. They got all their face shields up everywhere in the store, you know, probably like in your town. You know, it's just plastic, you know, feel like you're at some cheap, low-rent fucking check-cashing place. So anyway, this is... uh what I'm doing today, I'm just driving around and I got to go do a measure and I thought I would just talk to my peeps and do a podcast because the uh, last couple times I've been pretty down and dour and I still am, you know, fuck the economy and the United States blows because we're all sheeple sucking the cock of Washington and Uncle Sam and, and people that <clears throat> I respect and or thought I did, you know, on Facebook, people that are also preppers and stuff are all crying like a bunch of whiny bitches, you know, about I've gone too far saying this virus is a goddamn joke and it's nothing but cover for our fucked up economy, which, you know, by the looks of the malls and stuff all around, if you if you pay attention to the economy, you know that it's, it's just been sucking. and And now it's just sucking more. So the stock market was going to collapse. The, the, you know, the, the Dow should be down like a total of maybe 10, 12,000 total, not down 10,000, should be 10,000. You know, gold should be, you know, five, $6,000 an ounce. Silver should be, you know, 50 to $100 an ounce and stuff like that. And, and they don't want to tell us that. Now the Fed is now the biggest world bank in the world. It's, it has... Um, use this this uh, plandemic or scamdemic, whatever you want to call it, to monopolize world 
economy being in the toilet also. So now we've just went to other countries and lent them money through, you know, our bank, the Fed. So we probably now pretty much own most of this, you know, <laughs> third world's, you know, debt and everything. We're just lending everybody money like we got it. And and, and then we're bailing people and, and companies out left and right. And we're bailing small countries out and so when, when all shakes out, you know, Russia and China might tell us to go fuck off and a few countries that got, you know, gold and, and silver and aren't stupid, like maybe Russia, because they're not totally fucking stupid like China. But, you know, so we're the biggest player and China is really kind of hurting. Russia's probably doing good because Russia's Russia. And, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of like some of the stuff I've read about Russia over you know, history, not just lately. So that's where we're at. You know, this was a big uh, smoke and mirrors show. And and, uh, and so they, they took this fake virus and they scared the fuck out of everybody. And because we're all a bunch of sheeple, we ran and hid in our homes and stay at home, stay safe. And, and then uh, meanwhile, they printed all, they didn't even print money, but they wrote everybody a bunch of fucking checks. Like, here, I want to buy your freedom and liberty for $1,200. Do you want a check? It's like, yes, please. How about unemployment? Yes, please. And so when they turn the economy back on and say, okay, everyone go back to work. A lot of people, I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of people are going to go, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine right here. That's good. Don't worry about me. I'm, you know, well, you need to go back to work or you're not going to get unemployment. Well, no, you know, my, my, my grandfather's sick and I got to watch him. He, I think he's got the virus and, you know, I got kids at home and, and my wife's still not working so or, you know, going to school and whatever the fuck. So there's a million ways to cheat the system and now there's just a, a couple million ways to cheat the system. Not just a million and one. Now there's like two fucking million ways to cheat the system. So no one's going to go back to work, trust me. And uh, except, you know, hardworking people like me, I'm working today and you know, but that's that's what I do. I just fucking work. I mean, I I don't really like going home and picking my nose and watching TV. So I go work. I work on my house. I work on shit. I make podcasts and stuff. So I I would uh, I would do the forward facing camera. Let me see here. Change that out if I can. Uh, it's telling me to fuck off. Uh, let's see if I can do that. No, I, I can't change the forward-facing camera because uh, I dropped a 2 by 4 on my phone. <laughs> so it's all smashed to shit. And uh, and, the, and the phone works great. It's just where the forward camera is that, you know, normally I would be looking into and talking right now and seeing myself. It's just nothing but smashed to shit um, glass. And then I put some clear packing tape over it so I didn't glass in my ear. But it fucking works great. So I can't do that. So I can't talk to all my peeps, but I love you. And uh, I want you all to ponder this. Uh, I might do this in two parts because I'm running low on memory here. But I want you to ponder this. It's like, why did this happen? And and don't fucking default to the stupid little bitch answer. That, oh, because we got to stay home because there's coronavirus. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. So don't even default to that. Even in your head when you're talking to yourself being stupid in the bathroom. Why did they do this? And, and when you really look at it as, as a, not as a conspiracy theory, but just as a bigger picture and, and what the fuck could be happening. 
when you look at it and you look at the economy and you look at what the Federal Reserve has done and, and how they've overpowered and eclipsed the International Monetary Fund now and stuff, and, and you look at it and you go, okay, this is one big ginormous Agenda 21 thing. It's got to be. You know, the, the economy's not going to collapse. I mean, how many, you know, 700 years ago, you know, the uh, British would say or English would, England would say the sun never sets on English soil. Uh, that means they were everywhere. They were around the world everywhere. They had their fucking flags. Um, and, and so they didn't collapse. There was no zombie plague. There wasn't no, you know, yeah, they got shrunk down and they're smaller, but... Uh, it's not like they all went away, like nobody speaks English in proper English, you know, and London didn't just burn down and, and neither is America. You know, it, it's going to stay and continue to metastasize into this death spiral. And and we're just going to be here. And like I said in one of my podcasts, you know, uh, Agenda 21 versus, you know, Krispy Kreme donuts, you know, they don't really know what to do with this. And, and we are kind of a vibrant, you know, laboratory of, you know, innovation and, and, and thinking and, and clarity to how we work in America. So they need to keep us around because we're just fucking smarter than everyone else because because uh, we're free. So, I mean, that'll wear off as we become dumbed down and batshit fucking stupid crazy. But it, for now, the next maybe 50, 100 years, you know, the world's going to go on. America's going to go on. The malls will be scraped clean and they'll put a goddamn park or a family, you know, a community garden there or something. And then they'll make all the plebes work on it. And they'll feel like they're doing the right thing for their community and their friends. But really, they're being, you know, told what to do by the overlords. But we will we will fall for it because we are that fucking pathetic. I mean, just look at your neighbor running around with this fucking mask on that he made out of a goddamn bandana or his wife sewed some rubber bands on it so it looks all fucking cute and shit and, and you look at that and then you go i think this is a joke and they're like hey dude don't 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 joke about this coronavirus man you know i had a I had a friend's sister's boyfriend's monkey's uncle died you know and you know fucking wherever europe or something and, and so it's it's real man we got to be careful it's it's fucking real it's like, uh, okay, whatever, pussy. And so, you know, take the pulse of America. Trump can't do nothing about it because if anyone dies on his watch, then his election chances are over and then we might as well just give Uncle Sam a loaded gun and say, here, go fucking shoot yourself, Uncle, because you're dead. Um, so, you know, the more you look at it, the more you realize that... Um, your neighbors are going to fall for whatever they tell them. And, and, you know, stand for something or fall for anything. I think that was a Western song or something. So you, you look at the fucking world. And when they tear that Dillard's down over there, let me just switch my view over there. So you can see that Dillard's there. When, when, they, when they switch that, you know, that over to Dillard's there, what the fuck is going on with my phone? Piece of shit. Um, all right. Oh, that's just, that's just shitty. I 
maybe that camera got a little fucked up too. I guess they're all fucked. Um, when they tear that Dillard's down over there and turn it into a community garden, you know, for the greater good, because everybody should eat fucking vegetables. Um, your neighbor will be out there digging and hoeing for the better good. And he'll be getting a check because he won't be able to work anymore, but that's for the greater good too, because we don't want to be, you know, polluting the planet and burning gas and his job was actually non-essential, which most of our jobs really are non-essential um, when you really think about it, you know, as a government takeover kind of way. So, you know, you just have to have to wonder, you know, what the fuck's going on and your neighbors will do it and they will pull weeds, wash windows, whatever the overlords tell them to do. And, and you know they will. You just fucking know they will. Most of the patriots I know will. You know, there's a reason why the three percenters are called three percenters. You know, there were only three percent of the population in America during the revolution that actually, you know, had reached down between their legs and, and found, a, a, you know, some balls and, and fought England. Said, fuck this bullshit. And the other 97 percent, just like in America right now, are running around, you know, going through their drawers. And I don't mean they're their underwear looking for their balls they're, they're looking for a fucking mask that's that's what they're doing where's where's my mask where's my latex gloves so that's that's gonna be what happens that's gonna be the way of the dodo um, america will die and when we become less useful because we're not able to think outside the box and and be creative because the necessity is the mother of invention and, and invention has created all these non-essential jobs just because I want a fucking bigger TV, goddammit. You know? And I want to hire this geek guy from Geek Squad to fucking install it for me because even though I know how, I, I just don't want to fucking do it. So we had an economy. That's all going to die. And so over 40, 50 years, eventually the, the overlords of the fucking world will look around and go, uh, you know what? We don't even need these fucks in America anymore. They're just kind of more mouths to feed. Just fucking kill him. Screw it. So that's that's uh, part one of this rant. Um, and, and like I said, I haven't had time at home to do any you know recording or podcasting because I've been working my ass off. And uh, at home. And uh, so I, I just got this time to where I could actually drive around and be a mindless shit and talk. Uh, I'm, I'm going to implore all my fans and, and the people that listen to my podcast and everything, you know, share it, whatever. Um, think about it. You know, you listen to my podcast because I'm crazy and, and fucking weird as shit. But think about it. Um, why did this happen? Why are our governors and law enforcement going along with it? And why, I'll just say, are our neighbors so fucking limp-dicked that they won't even stand and question the fucking bullshit. Because we're at home. We're watching the news. And the news says we should stay home and wear a mask. And so we, we you know, since we're sitting at home, might as well have our wives make us a bunch of masks or our husbands, uh, you know, figure out how to, you know, uh, convert the, the electric to solar when the grid goes down or whatever the fuck we're all doing, you know. And it, it's been a, a nice respite. You know, to to not totally be running around, you know, chasing our tails, 
And that's what it used to be like back in the 1800s and 1700s. So you got up every morning, you sat around the house, you had some coffee, and then you went and did shit. You mended fences, you milked the, the cows, you egged the chickens, you did whatever the fuck it was. You branded your cattle, and then you, you went right back home. And that was your work, and then you bartered or traded, you know, uh, your meat or chickens or milk or eggs or whatever you did. Uh, for somebody else that got up every morning and, you know, went and cut down trees and made firewood or built houses like the Amish. They, they get up every day. They don't fly to New York to fucking teleconference at a goddamn meeting. You know, so we have this window of opportunity to look at it and go, hey, maybe we should not go back to work. Maybe we should just say, fuck all this bullshit and, and, and continue on with our lives the way they should be. Get up, take care of your family, go make something, barter it, trade it, like the Amish, like the the cowboys did back in the wild, wild west, which wasn't that wild, really. But there's a lot of people on the planet, so that's going to be hard. But it is a look into the way it was back then. We became very comfortable in our plenty and there's nothing wrong with that. We rested on our laurels because we actually had fucking laurels to rest on. We weren't like the rest of the planet. You know, you look at the Middle East and they're riding around in some of the coolest sand dunes in the world. And they can't even fucking invent goggles. They just put slits in their mask. And, and, and they won't even, you know, rent out their sand dunes so people can race and quad and have fun. Because that's how fucking pathetic the world is. But... You know, nobody had laurels to rest on like America because we're our fucking standards, you know, are so much higher than everyone else. We are the iconic iconoclast of the fucking world. You know, it was Americans that probably came up with this cockamamie idea to have a hundred inch fucking TV. Why? Well, because I built this huge fucking room and I want to be able to see it. Why is your living room fucking 20 feet you know, wide and 30 feet long. What the fuck do you care? I'm an American. I will do whatever the fuck I want. And you know what? They went out and did it. So now we're just plebes, sharecroppers of the, you know, the industrial world. But when you wake up in the morning, kind of think back, like if, if you lived back in the 1800s and you were like, yeah, fucking Wyatt Earp or whatever, you got up and you had a cup of coffee. Then you stretched and you eh, fucked around with your wife or whatever and you had some eggs, bacon, and you go, fuck, we're getting low on bacon. So you, you went to the casino or whatever, the bar that you owned, and you, you know, like Wyatt Earp, you know, you played cards and you made a bunch of money and then you bought some fucking bacon. You know, and that was their life. It seemed like one big giant, you know, sandals vacation, which to them it was. But when they were doing shit, they enjoyed the shit they were doing. And then they were bartering with other people that went out and said, hey, I just bought a fucking sawmill and I'm going to cut that up and make some wood. It's like, holy fuck, I've been wanting some wood to build a barn. I'll, I'll raise you that cow and I'll butcher it and everything for you. And you bring me enough lumber for my, my new barn. It's like, will do. Uh, you need some help with that barn? I got some friends that uh, could use some, some food. Big family, of, you know, got a lot of older kids that are strong as shit. And they'll help you build that barn. It's like, yeah, send them over. We'll let's go let's get this fucking show on the road i'm gonna take that cow over there and that's got your name on it that's fucking your dinner we'll call him prime rib or whatever the fuck you want to call him that was your life see and, and was it really that bad you know i think this is a great opportunity on how the world could be 
You know, I said one time that an EMP would be the greatest reset for the world. Everyone thought I was fucking crazy. It would be great. It would be great. Get up every morning and just worry about my pathetic ass eating and and keeping the roof over my head and and being community involved with my neighbors and keeping the peace. And that's it. See? So really, you know, maybe if this scare that they're and they're not done with the fucking whole scamdemic. And then people start going back to work and violating the the fucking stay home orders. Then maybe you know they'll they'll detonate a nuke up there and just put us back in the dark ages, which would be probably one of the coolest things ever. You know, because then we could you know pretty much blatantly just fucking off all our goddamn politicians and people fucking with our lives, like the city bureaucrats, and go back to a more sane, civil, relaxing, peaceful kind of world. Well, hi, everybody. This is a part two. Um, this will probably be a long podcast, actually, but I'll, I'll, I'll chop it up a bit. Anyway, um, I'm home, you know, because fucking, you know, COVID. And, and, you know, the first part was just a kind of a rant about how fucked up things are in America. And, and if, if you don't see it, then you're obviously not fucking paying attention. Um, just all around, and the economy is really hurting and stuff. But th- this part is going to be less of a rant and more of a, I, I don't know. Um, I woke up this morning, and I'm not going to say that I, you know, I had a dream, because <laughs> that's just fucking silly. Um, I'm not a visionary, and I'm not a prophet. But I, I, I wake up with this, you know, remnants of a dream in my mind or whatever I was thinking about, and and uh, I'm, I'm looking at the, the world and, and, and our country in America, where I live. I don't really give a fuck about the rest of the world. That's their problem. You know, they voted in the asshats that wrecked their country, so fuck them. Um, I'm, I'm looking at America thinking, you know, we're slipping closer and closer to this abyss uh, called probably Agenda 21. And, and how we're, we're losing so much. And if you don't really pay attention, if you're just watching the coronavirus news, and then, then you're, you're all consumed with numbers and math. And, you know, what about this? And what about that? And will the governor do this? And can we go back to work? And, you know, all this, this silly nonsense. But, you know, we really look at what's going on underneath, you know, the underbelly of, of what's happening. And uh, businesses that closed out of maybe an abundance of caution or whatever are really hurting. They, a lot of them, like even in my small community, will not reopen. Now, that eventually they'll reopen because the owner probably just threw his hands up after 20 years in business here and said, fuck it. And someone will buy the business and reopen it. And, and, and they'll probably even keep the same name. And for the average, you know, tourist or person that's not really paying attention they won't really know that you know at once it was owned by another family and now it's it was closed because of the fucking coronavirus and then six months or a year later someone bought it and reopened it you know and and so lives are being destroyed you know we have two businesses one of them is the flooring business and you know we're considered essential like thanks fuckers but i'll figure that out myself you know, so we can be open, but no one's coming in because we live in a in a retirement community. Uh, you know, pretty much. I mean, there's a lot of military and young guys there, but 
you know, the majority of the money in town is retirement and stuff like that. And uh, doctors, shit. So um, they're just not coming in, you know. All our phones are forwarded, so that's, you know, we can still respond and we can go out and do jobs. And we've sold jobs without being open. And I'm actually looking at it. It's like, you know, why are why are we going to even, you know, reopen when this all gets back to normal? We can work from my house and I can get up in the morning and, and enjoy the scenery out there, which you can't see, and, and, and the birds and drink my coffee and answer the phone and work on my house and then go measure shit and sell jobs. Might be a, a cut in, in income, but then again, uh, so we could even keep our business open. I mean, you know, I don't need to be there every day is what we've learned through this. Um, and then we have a gym. Now that ended up being listed as non-essential or, oh my God, you have a gym. People sweat, fucking close the doors. So my wife, my wife owns uh, that business with her partner. And, and so they, you know, the partner panicked and said, oh my God, we need to fucking close. So that's what they did. Um, you know, and he's a dentist, so but he's not closed. I mean, he's supposed to be closed, but he's not closed because he wants to see what the governor wants to do with the gym. But he somehow it doesn't seem to be too concerned about um, closing his dental practice. So, you know, his 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 cousin is also a dentist here in town and or well in Tucson, and uh, he's closed. He's following the rules. See? Which is fine. You know, we can debate that all day long. You know, should we follow the rules? And should we close? And should we be worried about people getting this fucking scamdemic, you know, disease, whatever, zombie apocalypse? And and I say no. I mean, as a business owner, we're cautious. We, we you know, if if my customers were to ask me to wear a mask or if I can take off my shoes and put on this little you know, slip on things because they're worried about dust or whatever, then, you know, I do that. But, you know, I, I don't think I should be overly, you know, panicked about this. Like, you know, the governor is and everybody. And and that's not how we do things in America. We just don't run around with these knee-jerk reactions and shut down the whole fucking economy over something that the math hasn't even been settled yet and the numbers haven't been settled yet and then science is still like all over the fucking map. And and, and so I, I've said before, I don't care if it's a 99% kill rate. Uh, we should still continue to live our lives. That's how it works in America. And, and if people die, then they die. You know, it's just tough. Nothing you can fucking do about it. But staying home is not going to save your ass anyway. So... This is not how who, who we are. So you look at it and you're like, why is this happening? That was what I asked in part, you know, one is why, why, what's the point? And you you can see that they've crippled the economy. And I listened to a really good video. I should probably put that as part of this podcast. You know, the audio where you know some ranchers talking about how they're being asked to euthanize cattle. You know, it's like a lot of beef is going to get euthanized because these ranchers are going to do what they're told to do because they, they're governed by the FDA and fucking whatever, you know, sorry, you know, you've allowed yourself to, 
be in an industry that used to be the Wild West and you hung people for cattle stealing and horse stealing and now you're a bunch of ass kissers that sit there and go yes to the FDA and, and yeah, they're, they're bureaucracy and, and they're hard to fight but you know, if you'd have kept in touch with your sheriffs and kept in touch with your constitution and all this stuff, you, this problem wouldn't be happening but it, it is. You know, dairy farmers are, are just dumping milk dumping it they're not you know you'd think they'd send it to some other factory that might be open and make some fucking cheese or something but no dumping the milk and uh you know they can't they can't even get it processed because you know the little carton maker factories are shut too so you can't even give the milk to to uh you know fucking homeless or just anybody you know, starving kids around town. And and then, see, they have all these fucked up laws to where you and I can't go to a rancher and just go, hey, I, I want to buy that cow. Because, see, like in Montana, I think, they've finally, finally changed the rules to where, you know, we've had fucking cattle ranching since the days of, you know, Lonesome Dove, you know, when he opened the first, you know, his ranch in Montana. You know, finally, finally, to 2020, I think it was in 2019. You know, ranchers can actually sell to the public. Oh, oh, fucking thank you, government. Kiss my fucking ass. So this is how, how fucked we've become, see? And, and so you look at it, and I might just make this part one and, and then put the other, my rant on part two. But hey, you guys, you'll figure it out. So you you can't buy it now i i put a post on with in this youtube video it's it's like you know i could go to the rancher before they kill all you know the fucking beef because the processing plants are closed because oh my god there's the coronavirus somewhere out there you know we didn't even have this problem when there was mad cow disease something that actually fucking affected me you know so um i was like i, I could tell the rancher hey I can't buy this meat from you. It's technically called beef, you know, because you, you can't sell it to me as, as a private citizen because we live in, you know, Russia. But I want to buy the pelt off of that cow. Now, I need to take that cow to my, my tanning guy in Arizona. So I'm going to give you 500 bucks for that cow, but I need to keep him alive and fed until I get him there so the pelt don't go bad. And then, then we'll, we'll slaughter the cow there and we'll throw the meat out. And, and then I'll have the pelt, see? So wouldn't that make the rancher 500 bucks instead of just anesthetizing the, the cow and, and euthanizing it and then uh, throwing the meat out, which is what the government would like them to do because cause we're so fucking stupid? You know, so I could I could buy it just to hide for making furniture or shoes or just putting it on my fucking wall. And then I take delivery of the, the hide on the hoof, still alive, and then I take it to my butcher and go, okay, kill this. I need the hide. And then, oh, by the way, I'll give you half the fucking meat and you, you chop it up and do your butcher thing and give me half the meat. We're good. See, and then I've only spent 500 bucks. The rancher made 500 bucks instead of killing the fucking cow listening to the FDA, and you could win. Now, people always tell me, Mark, that's just fucking silly. Why do you come up with this silly nonsense? Well, see, back in the day, back in the, the, the freight days when trains were the shit, um, there, there was a, uh, when they would ship things, there was classifications for shipment. And so one of the businesses 
I, and I can't remember the product. I'd have to look it up. You can look it up somewhere. It's in business school. They taught that in business school. To where um, one of the, the companies hired a young kid that said, you know what, I can save you, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in freight um, if you give me a job and, and give me some of the profit that I'm going to make you. Kind of almost as, as like a, you know, gentleman's agreement back then when people could actually negotiate a job, and, you know, and, and not get a, a fucking union involved. And so the company's like, sure, you know what, if, if you can save us any money on this freight bill, um, we'll split that with you and we'll hire you. So he said, you take this product here and, and what you're calling it, and that's what I can't remember, you change the name of it to Biscuit. So it's no longer called, you know, fucking this thing. It's called Biscuits, which they were kind of like Biscuits. They were crackers. Let's say that one of them was crackers and one of them was called Biscuits. And so to ship crackers, to say, I can't remember, but it really happened. It cost, you know, so much a ton, but to ship biscuits, it was less per ton. So they, they just, they didn't even have to repackage the fucking product because it was all in bulk. They just, on the manifest, just said biscuits. Now, they weren't lying because they were kind of a biscuit, a cracker, a loaf, whatever. So they, they saved, you know, 50, 60% on freight. And uh, kid got a bunch of money and got a job. And it became, you know, a business thing you learn in business school. You, you know, find a business school that teaches shit. So it was, it was called thinking out of the box see, back then. And so if ranchers can't sell to me directly, can I, can I buy the hide? Ah, yeah, you got to buy the hide, but we're you know we're not going to spend all that money to to kill it and, and and process it. So there's the fucking cow. You go deal with it. You know you kind of wink, wink, nod, nod as you're saying this, and then you're like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take it home and I'll I'll get that skin off that fucking cow one way or another. Damn it, there's more than one way to skin a cow. There's more than one way to buy beef from a, a cow. And and see, it was, sorry about that. And, and it sounds kind of silly and dopey, but the reality is when uh, when uh, what, my my daughter was born, this was back in 78, you know, back in the day. Um, I think it was 78. Fuck, I don't know. It was in the 70s. I remember that. Uh, so we had a midwife, you know, come over, and, and she was going to be the, the midwife. Now, back then, you could still get the prenatal and you could have an ambulance on standby in case something went wrong, but the midwife would deliver the child. And, and they couldn't get licensed in the state because there was no test for midwives. But midwives weren't illegal. You just, they couldn't advertise and they, they couldn't charge for their service. So what the midwives did was they said, well, you know, we operate on an, uh, uh, on a voluntary donation basis. And I was like, oh, well, you know, that's fucking cool. What's that mean? And she goes, what's well, you know, $500 donation um, for the midwife to show up on time to deliver your baby. And, and I was like, so if I don't pay the donation, she goes, well, we might show up, but we might have other people call too. So basically it was kind of like a wink, wink, nod, nod thing. It's like, if you don't give us the donation, uh, have fun delivering your child. 
Why is everything beeping? This fucking world is just full of technology beeping all the time. Uh, da -da, da -da. Hold on. I don't know what that was. And see, you can't believe it, but I, I had like three fucking cell phones here. So anyway, it was it was wink wink nod nod. You know, uh, give us this three four hundred dollar donation and. When you call at two in the morning and say, hey, it's time, someone shows up. And if you don't, well, we might be busy. So that's how they got around it for years. And I think in the state, you still can't get a licensed midwife. So they just operate on, on donations. And my mom was pretty cunning back in her day, you know, this property where I live. Um, she had probably 20 rental units on it. They were all shitty ass mobile homes and fucking travel trailers and you know whoever had a sad song mom would let him live here so the city came along and said well you're a, a mobile home park you're not licensed to be a mobile home park and you're in violation of health codes and my mom very cunningly just went i don't i don't know what you're talking about i'm not a, an rf you know i'm not a mobile home park they're like well you have all these you know 18 mobile homes here on your property and she goes no these are just friends of mine that need a place to live and, uh, you know, they don't pay rent. They paid donations, volunteer donations. But they didn't pay rent. There was no legal contract that they were paying rent. And with my mom, they were, a lot of them were just donations and, you know, goodwill helping people out. But she made pretty good money on it. But the city couldn't prosecute her because it wasn't a mobile home park. It was just her property and people could live on it because that's what we do in America. So there's there's ways to skin this cat, but we're we're not doing it. See, we're we've become so ingrained in believing that we have to listen to the fucking federal government and everything they say that we can't move shit or wipe our ass without getting some edict from a federal agency or a state agency or a city agency, and and we've given them power. We've given them the keys to our kingdom and our life. We've given them the power to usurp every right we ever had. And we've done it because we capitulate. We're, we're just fucking pacifists. You know, the government says, don't do that. And we're like, okay. Close your businesses. Coronavirus. Okay. And we did it. So, you know, I, I posted something on, on Facebook here. Um, and, and I'm going to read it to you just because... I fucking want to. Oh, that's the wrong window. Hold on. You can't see that, but I can. Okay, so I so I, I put here, dear governor, and then a blank line. Many of us business owners followed your advice and shut our doors out of an abundance of caution and respect, which is really why we kind of did it. At first, it was like, hey, there is a problem. And if the government comes along or somebody and says, hey, could you close down for a while? Um, we're going to see if we can get a, a handle on this. It's just like if a policeman pulls me over and goes, I'm sorry, I just wanted to ask you some questions. You fit the description of a bad guy. You know, oh, okay. You know, can I see your ID? Sure you can. You have no right to do that, but yeah, you're looking for a bad guy. Maybe he's a child molester in my fucking neighborhood. So I'll, I'll comply. After, you know, 20 minutes of detaining me after a while, it's like, okay, You've had plenty of time to figure this out. I am not your fucking guy, so move on. So we we did that as a, as a, 
abundance of caution and respect for the governor and the medical community said, we think this will work. So this is, we did not question your decision or your scientific, scientific and medical knowledge. We chose to be part of a solution and help out the citizens of our state, which we did, at least me and my, you know, my wife and our businesses. But enough is enough. The numbers do not pan out, and constitutionally, you were never given authority to do so. Now, that's a key point, because they have no authority to do that. You know, in fact, the Bill of Rights you know, says, here's all this shit you fucking cannot do to the people. It doesn't say you can fuck the people over and shut their business. No, it says you can't. You can't do any of this shit. So they were never given it. America needs to get back on track. Please keep in mind that you and all the underlying agencies work for us, and we are asking that you listen. We are done with this overreach of power and just want to get back to our lives. So that's not real threatening. It's just like, okay, don't forget who the fuck you work for, dickweed governors and shit. We're still in charge, and we understand that. We're being nice, but uh, enough is enough, motherfucker. So it says, come May 1st, my business will reopen, and I hope many others follow as well. Time for caution is up, and it is now time for action before the damage to our economy and country is beyond repair. That's a pretty self-evident statement there. Uh, thank you for your concern about our health, but we don't need permission to work. Thank you. And then another blank line, fill in the blank. So that's how I look at it. But see, Americans don't understand this. And we think we need permission. We think we're a permission-based society, like I mentioned in one of my podcasts recently. And we are not. The only permission that's granted to anybody in this fucking country is the permission we grant our leaders to do certain things, to protect our borders, to keep our economy regulated, and to, and to do shit that needs to be done on the big picture kind of thing. Like, I pay my taxes because a, a, a traffic light in the average city is about $120,000 a year for maintenance and electricity and, and all this happy shit. See. I can't afford that. I can't afford to put up a traffic light in my town because that's just a lot of money. But the town can afford to do it. And if it's on the Department of Transportation's list and they pay for it because that's what goes into a big pile that pays for important things. Now, if we can't afford a fucking traffic light, I, I'm fine with a traffic circle or a stop sign personally. Oh, well, what are people getting wrecks? Oh, fuck them. I don't really care. And if I get in a wreck, well, fuck me. I don't care. I have insurance. And if I don't have insurance, then I'm out of a shit ton of money. My fucking problem. So I woke up with this, this, like, what the fuck is happening? You know? And so we're losing it. We're losing everything. And, and, and you know, like, you, you would think, you'd, you know, you, you listen to what happened in Russia when they, you know, told people to quit producing wheat and grain and all this shit because it's a fucking pie-in-the-sky bullshit. And I don't know how many million people died and the same in, in China when they you know quit producing rice and they arrested farmers and stuff killed hundreds of millions of people and, and for what well don't underestimate the fact that our enemies have an agenda and we are not part of that so they will they will sit there and go 
I, I'm, I'm going to go buck over John Doe. Let's pretend you're John Doe and I'm big government in your area. And I'm your fucking mayor, whatever, representative. I'm going to fuck you over, John. I'm not going to tell you that. So I'm going to get all your neighbors to think that what I'm doing is in the best interest of John Doe. And when John Doe, when you complain, well, you're just a fucking idiot. You're a racist. You're stupid. You're a conspiracy nut. Shut the fuck up. And every one of your neighbors are going to tell you the same thing. Dude, shut up. He's just trying to help you. And then when I'm done fucking you over, all your neighbors end up being fucked too because, see, it was really a sweeping fuck job. Didn't notice. No one knew that it was going to be, you know, gang rape. On all of them. It was presented in a way to where I'm just fucking with you, John Doe. You're all fine. In fact, if you're on my side, there'll be fucking donuts and coffee for you. It doesn't work that way. So we need to quit thinking that these asshats in Washington are stupid. And don't they understand? Oh, they understand. And they are highly educated when it comes to fucking people over. They have pushed America into a checkmate situation, and we're about to get screwed. I mean, I don't think that we will recover from this shutdown, even if we reopen Monday. You know, it's not going to help anything. It's the, the, the damage, according to all the economists, are, you know, is, is pretty fucking clear you know, that what's going on, it, it, the damage is done. It, it's just, you know, you can break a priceless, you know, vase and, and you can glue it all back together, but it's still all fucked up. It's, it's never worth what it was. So the, the damage has been done. And, and I, you know, I listen to Peter Schiff who always says the world is ending and buy gold. Yeah, that's, that's fine. You know, I talked to a friend of mine the other day and he's like, I get, I get tired of Peter Schiff because it's always the same fucking thing. Well, you know, I, I always say the same fucking thing when it comes to nutrition and health. Just shut the fuck up and quit eating sugar. You know, how many more ways can I say that before people just shut the fuck up and quit eating sugar, fruit, all that shit, carbs, shit. So eventually, just because it's truth, truth is so simple that really it doesn't need to be said too many ways because it's the same fucking thing. So Peter Schiff is saying this, you know, he's, he's a smart fucking guy. His dad was brilliant, ended up in prison because he told the government to go pound sand and died in prison because of that. Then you have Gerald Salente, who's, you know, Trent's journal. You know, he's been right more times than anything. Greg Manorino, who's just a wild man that just is like a stock trader that's smart as fuck and, and, you know, makes money no matter how bad things are. You know, all of them. Greg Hunter, they're all saying the same thing. And they all come from different schools and belief structures about the economy. You know, Kit Economy or whatever her name is with her media company that interviews gold miners and stuff like that. They're all saying the same thing. I've never seen anything like this in history. They've read about it in history, but they've never seen it in their lives or their father's lives. This is unprecedented fuck up. And don't think the United States Federal Reserve is not now the biggest bank in the world. It is. It has lent money to everyone in the world. It is buying the world. 
It owns America. You know, so you're now just a serf for them. And when it's time to pay this debt back to whoever the fuck, you know, Rockefellers or whoever owns it, they can legally come in and take your land and kick you to the fucking curb and make you a sharecropper because we've allowed that to happen. Our governors have allowed that to happen. Our cities and our counties have allowed that to happen to where if you don't pay your property tax, you learn your, or you, you lose your property. So you don't own it. Don't you understand? You don't own shit. And now it's, it's, it's kind of starting to solidify into a, a big disaster. And, and I, I don't know how to put it into words because I, I'm not good enough at, at that shit. You know, I just, I can't, I can't put it all into words. You know, it, it's, it's beyond me and my, it's above my pay scale. You know, and, and I've heard governors say, well, I, I can't answer that. It's above my pay scale. It's like, motherfucker, you just should have got your ass impeached right then. In fact, after you said that, you should have went and set the fuck down and wrote your letter of resignation. You're a moron. But I hear this from the governors. So it's like, well, it's beyond my pay grade. You're the fucking governor. And then these sheriffs, see, like, you know, you have to listen to Don't Tread on Me by Sheriff Mack, uh, the STG report, really good video. Um, he talks to Sheriff Mack, who's uh, Constitutional Sheriffs and Peacekeepers Association or Peace Officers Association. Um, talks about sheriffs, you know, that, that would save America if you have one one thing that you could grasp at as you're sliding off the abyss and you could grab one root that could hold you and support the weight of everything collapsing into the abyss, that would be the sheriffs of America. They have the authority. They have the authority to, to just tell me, Mark, open your business. They don't even have to tell me. I just open my business. When the cops show up, the sheriff just shows up and goes, get the hell out of here before I arrest you. You know, He's opening this business. I support him. My whole job is to answer to you, the voter, not the mayor, not the governor, not the president, not the media, not anybody, but this one person right here. And see, that's how it worked in America. You gave authority to the sheriff to, to keep law and order, to protect my rights. So when somebody next door steps across my line of rights, the sheriff's there to protect me or to protect him. That's it. And you elected a, a representative, the guy you went to school with, and, and, you know, that goes to, to state and represents you and says, my community doesn't want any part of this fucking shutdown. Okay. And then all the representatives get together and they appointed two senators to go to Washington and say, hey, we're not going to go along with this. And then went home. That was it. That was like, it wasn't like a big, uh, you know, fuck fest. Now, everybody lives in Washington, D.C., like all the senators and representatives, you know, having group sex all the time because that's what the fuck it is. It's a big party and, and, you know, group sex. You know, everyone's sleeping together there in Washington. Nope. You just had your representative. You told him what you wanted to do. He drove to the, you know, rode his horse back then, but, you know, goes to, to the state. They all get together and go, yes, no, no, yes, no, no. And, and then... then the policies, the governor would sit there and go, well, the policies need to be fair for everybody. So we're just not going to do that. You guys you know, have your sheriff figured out. Okay, good. See, it was very complicated, uh, uncomplicated. And then they would get together and, and, and appoint a senator or two and then 
they would go to Washington and, and say, yes on this, no on that, yes on this, no on that. And then if the president signed it, they would make some laws that apply. And they filled in all the blanks. They didn't turn it over to unelected bureaucrats and administrators. And then they'd go back home. They'd go back home because they were appointed. They probably didn't even get paid that much other than, you know, traffic, you know, to get travel, to get there, you know, on a horse and stuff. Now we have the Internet. We don't even need them fuckers in Washington. And then the president did his fucking job, which was external, peacekeeping, you know, uh, trade deals, fucking whatever presidents do outside, you know, with the rest of the world. Keep us from getting bombed by fuck-ups. You know, work with Russia. It's, you know, try to avoid war. That's, that was the president's job. Now you'd think if he talks to a foreign country, he's a traitor. It's like, you're so fucking stupid. People are so fucking stupid in the media. It's just fucking amazing how stupid they are. So I woke up kind of in, in almost a panic. It's like, you know, I can see it coming. And, and like I said, I can't put it into words, but anyone that understands freedom and constitutionality in, in America and how it was set up, like Chris Ann Hall and, and, and Sheriff Mack and, and the Tenth Amendment Center and, and all these groups out there that understand how it works, you, you listen to how it works and then you watch and you go, we have none of that. We are hanging on by our fingernails over the edge of the abyss. And it doesn't take much. And now with this fucking shutdown, you factor in the economy and all this and the loss of freedom and the, and the loss of authority that in the sheriffs and everybody being marginalized. And, and now if you don't turn to the, the mayor, just nothing gets done. You factor all that in and you boil it all down and you shake it out. And look at the tea leaves or the bones or whatever, and the, and the facts that are facts. Holy fuck, we're screwed. And so, you know, I, you know, I've given up on Facebook. You know, they're just a bunch of fucking whiny pussies and all the social media and stuff and the websites and all that stuff. You know, I'll, I'll keep prepper guy and I'll keep throwing shit out there and, and, and stuff. I tried to shut down all my fucking useless groups on Facebook and pages, but they just won't go away because Mark Zuckerberg likes everything out there. You know, I haven't posted in the, you know, Tiawaki channel for over a year and I still get people, you know, so-and-so likes tea out walkies. Oh, cool. You know, all the, all the posts are still there and they made sense back then and stuff, but you know, I haven't posted on it. I, I barely post on prepper guy on Facebook. I just post on my timeline and then I share shit. It's like, that's that. And, and I put stuff on, on Facebook and, and, uh, I think I'm just gonna, you know, shrink even more to just my podcast that will be on audio on Podbeam. And then with Contra Radio Network, if, if John Jeffers keeps that going to where uh, I can put the video portion of it on there, I'll have it there. And and everything else is just like, I, I don't care anymore. I just, I, you know, I'm not in a duck and cover mode or, you know, bug out mode, but I'm in a retreat and hold and lay low mode because I see shit happening. And if it don't happen, fuck, I'll be living a simple ass life and I'll be a happy guy. So that's how I'm looking at this. Shit is fucking happening. And, and if you're listening to this and you go, I don't know what Mark's talking about, you're not paying attention. And you don't see the big picture. And I don't mean like the big picture in your life. I mean the big picture of world political leaders and their world dominant kind of thing 
which has always been going on. I mean, Hitler tried to take over the world. Uh, Russia tried to take over the world, I think, once. Actually, Russia's usually pretty mild and benign. You know, they just want to be left the fuck alone like America. You know, there's always these warring factions and there's, you know, the caliphate and all that stuff. That's the bigger picture. And, and, and so it's always been there. Someone wants to be king of the hill, always. And we are pretty much considered the top of the hill. So think about it. Give it some thought. Like I said, you know, I, I, I can't help everyone noodle this out because I can't even noodle it out. But I, I, I love you and I hope everyone understands. Listen to some videos by Greg Manorino. Um, you know, Watchdog USA, Greg Hunter, um, Trends Journal, Gerald Salente, uh, Peter Schiff's been doing live uh, YouTube things for uh, about a month or so now, you know, and they're, they're pretty informative. Um, you know, these are people that know the economy. They know it differently. They all think differently. They all want to do and make their money differently. And they're... Uh, you know, when you have five or six or seven people that all disagree with each other and agree on one thing, that's pretty fucking scary. So, um, you know, it's kind of like the jury is out. You know, there's there's 12 people. Every one of them are from different walks of life and different jobs, different um, creative abilities, different educational levels and everything. When they all agree that something is right or wrong, uh, that's, that's, that's the jury. The jury is out right now, but you know, you're, I'm looking at, you know, probably 10 or 15 different, uh, economic places where I get my news all the way to, you know, to the fucking government, you know, and the, and what Trump is saying and, and all these meetings and stuff that are going on and they're all agreeing except that the fucking, you know, shark oil snails salesman or whatever that we're fucked. They're all saying it differently, but they're saying we're fucked. And the only people that aren't are are, are people that don't want it to lose, you know, American people to lose confidence in America, like the president and all that. Because boy, when that happens, fucking shit falls quick. You know, it's like cutting off your own fucking branch you were standing on. It just gravity takes effect quick and terminal velocity, boom, you're dead. So. Uh, those are the people that are are playing it closer to the vest, you know, in government that are smart and see what's happening. They're trying to, you know, keep people from panicking and, and work carefully through this problem. But the the reality is there's a problem. And, and, and if you just look, just, you know, he that has ears, let him hear. He that has eyes, let him see. You know, it's out there. Do your due diligence. Look it up. Not saying panic and go buy a bunker. I'm just saying things are going to happen. We are going to, you know, reach a time to where just like in Russia and in China and all these places that there were famine and all that, uh, no reason why there was no food there when there was a ton and an abundance of food just a month ago, and now people are starving. That's planned. It's genocide. Governments. Could create you know genocide on their own population all the time and and it's coming and you might go to the store to buy something like fucking toilet paper and it's gone and you might not ever be able to get any more what happens when that becomes meat you know chicken 
pork, beef. They're all being euthanized and killed. I mean, there'll be a shortage because the meatpacking companies aren't open. Nobody in America is fucking bright enough, just like I said with the mall, you know, in part one, you know, nobody, you know, will buy that and turn it into anything. You know, I mean, I see, you know, the gator shows where they're hunting alligators, you know, swamp people. And most of those guys have their own, you know, processing place on their property, stainless steel counters and stuff like that. Where are the guys for the ranchers that do that? Is it that, you know, like a hundred years ago, every community had a, a meat processing place. Well, fuck, it doesn't take that much to open one for a small community. Open one. Get some fucking stainless steel countertops and open one and, 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 and feed your neighbor. If you're a rancher, just fucking do it yourself. The FDA is going to sit there and go, it doesn't meet code. Hey, fuck you. Shoot the guy and fucking chop him up and, and, and sell him as packaged meat. Tired of this shit. We have enough people and, 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 and smarts in America that we could flip this around instantly, overnight. Just cut them out of the game completely because the game only gets played when people play the game. Just cut them out. Start selling meat. When they go, oh, you can't do that. Do something about it. You know, and if your sheriff's a fucking pussy, then don't tell him. You know, you need to have people that when you lie, they swear to it. And we can win this country back. And I'm not telling you anarchy and hurt people. I'm just saying when some motherfucker shows up at your yard and says, you can't butcher that cow and sell it to your neighbors. Just look at him and go, I'm not selling it to my neighbors. I'm beating the fucking poor. I'm giving it to them. You can't stop me from giving my shit away. When there's commerce and a sell, then they regulate. You just go, no, this is totally free. In fact, I'm going to eat all this shit. Fuck off and get out of here. And if you don't, I can call the police and have you arrested for trespassing. I still have that right. We need to fight and we need to learn how to fight better. Not just roll over and say, well, you know, I tried to fight. I mean, I got a court date. I got to go to court to add on to my fucking house, my house on private property, and I'm going to fight it, and I'll appeal it if I have to, and I'll take it to the state Supreme Court if I have to, and if I lose, I'm still going to finish my fucking house, and if they want to come on this property and tear down what I built, then we have a problem, but that's where America is. They push you into a corner, and people don't fight. Odds are I'll win this first little fucking chicken shit case. Because that's how chicken shit it is. But people don't want it to, they don't want to fight because they're, well, what if I lose? Well, then you appeal it. That's in the county. What if I lose? Then you take it to state. What if I lose? Then you take it to Supreme Court. What if I lose? Then you fucking lose. What if you just roll over and get fucked in the ass? You still lost. Fight, goddammit. All right. Love y'all. Talk to you later. Enjoy the apocalypse. It's coming. Bye-bye. We made too many compromises already. Too many retreats. Our space, and we fall back. I'm your Huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.